Blog Talk Radio. Sunday night edition of Sports Urban Legend. Along with my co-host, Macaulay Matthew. I'm, of course, William Ramon. What's up, Mac? What's going on? Hey, well, how's it going? I'm doing all right, man. I guess I'm doing as well as you are, man, sports-wise. Mm, um, yeah, well, it is what it is. 
We'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll definitely talk about it. Uh, we, of course, I'm alluding to Max team, the New York Giants, um, being defeated by their rival Philadelphia Eagles last night um, in Philadelphia. Well, at least the Cowboys lost. What about them Cowboys? <laughs> we, will, we will get into that. We'll get into that too. <laughs> oh, we won't, we won't forget about that. But yeah, we're going to talk about that. The Knicks on a four-game losing streak. Um, the the Royal Rumble preview. The Royal Rumble that's coming up next Saturday. Um, and other stuff. Uh, you know, Mickey James um winning her um last rodeo match to become the new champion at the Hard to Kill Pay Per View event, and uh, thus continuing her career. We'll talk about that. Talk about AEW. Um, and more. Um, but most importantly, you know, we'd like we'd love to hear from you. The numbers, um <laughs> and that would be five six three nine 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 three five two nine. That's five six three nine 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 three five two nine. Let me give you one more time. Five six three nine 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 three five two nine. So feel free to talk about any of these topics and more. We'd love to hear from you. But before we dive right into the the Giants, um, you know, playoff uh, game, yeah, man, I feel like you know I gotta take care of business and uh, share my thoughts, my long-awaited thoughts on the Carlos Correa saga. Um, did did you recognize the? I know you recognize the "Where in the World Is Carmen San Diego" theme song. But did you um did you recognize the theme song, the first theme song that played? No, I was wondering what that was. It sounded <laughs> familiar. Yes, um, it's it's um a song I never thought I would ever play on the show. And apparently, it's the it, it is the Mary Tyler Moore show. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Okay. What does I was what wondering does, what, what where that was. Uh, it sounded familiar. Why you're wondering why? What does uh you know Mary Tyler Moore show and Carlos Correa have in common? Uh, they're both funny. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess, I guess it, you, in that perspective, you know, if you're a Yankee fan, you could, you could find humor in it. Yeah, it's, well, it's here's, hilarious. Here's the correlation. Mary Tyler Moore's character, she moves to Minnesota to start a new life, you know, in the news business, whereas Carlos oh. Correa, he, he took his talents from Houston to to Minnesota, like like her, but unlike her, you know she stayed there. To my knowledge, I mean, I, I don't think I've ever seen the show, but you know, him on the other hand, he took his talent to Minneapolis. He flirted with San Francisco. He flirted with New York, but as he said, his heart always belonged in Minneapolis, uh, Minnesota. So. I guess Carlos Correa, you're gonna make it after all. <laughs> after teasing the Mets for for three weeks, you had the owner Steve Cohen in the middle of the night breaking the story, which is which is against protocol because they usually wait. Pending a physical, I wonder why. Wink, wink, ding. Because stuff like this can happen. It's nothing is official until it's official. And you know what? I I'm always there's always rumors. Oh, this great player is going to come to to 
insert my favorite team, whether it's the Mets or the Knicks, oh, this guy's going to come in. He's going to, oh, it's going to happen. Donovan Mitchell to the Knicks is going to happen. Yeah. Carlos Correa is coming to the to the Mets. It's going to happen. Hooray, zippity doo da. And what do I always say, folks? You play the tape. Play the tape uh, of what I said this whole entire year. Play the tape of all the, the great players who were supposed to come to my team and save my team from their decade-long droughts of championshiplessness. And what always happened? I always say, I'll believe it when I see it. And you know what? I got suckered in. I got hoodwinked. I got bamboozled. You want me to tell you why? Because the owner, Steve Cohen himself, said that this is the final piece that we need. It, you know what I mean? Like this. Normally, a story like this, when I, when a, there's a rumor like this happening, that you know, there, this, you know, the, the, like the GM always says, like, or, or the or the owner, depending on what team, they always say, oh, you know, we can't talk about potential moves. You know, we'll have to wait and see, blah, 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 blah. But this guy, when I woke up that morning, that December morning, and I saw, because, I, I to be honest with you, this whole, up until that point, I didn't think the Mets were going after Korea, you know, because the whole plan was them sticking with uh, Brett Beatty, you know, or, or, or um, Eduardo Escobar, who had a great September, you know. Um, so I, he wasn't in my, he wasn't in my radar to be honest with you. Then a few days before he signed with San Francisco, wink, wink, signed, let's put sign in, in quotation marks, folks, signed with San Francisco Giants. Then there was rumors, oh, Mets are, are interested, Mets are, are heating up, which was a fact. It turned out to be true. Mets did try to pursue him. He spoke to him, to Boris. At the eleventh hour, but he said nope. Boris said, you know, he's gonna he's gonna sign with San Francisco. But then, of course, that before that Tuesday morning happened, what the plot thickens? What he was supposed to sign with San Francisco that Tuesday morning? They had the press conference. What what could have happened? He fails the he fails the physical. So then, then there's rumors that the Mets might be interested. So then I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, in, I'm intrigued with this story. I'm like, mm, I don't think this is going to happen. I go to sleep, wake up, and then sure enough, I'm like, wait a minute. I'm, I'm thinking they're saying Mets, you know, is, you know, is interested. It says that Mets signed Carlos Correa. Like, how is this possible? And then I read the quote from Steve Cohen himself that it's official that that it was official, you know, that you know, this is the piece we needed, all this stuff. And I was like, Wow, this this is gonna put us over the top. And then then as as the days go on, you know, there's rumors of, you know, the hold up of you know, the, the, you know the same injury, the the same injury, the same ankle um, uh, heel injury that that stopped the the deal with San Francisco, basically put the deal on hold. But everybody, all the great experts, all the 
the the fortune tellers and the soothsayers of, of, of great renown all said, oh, it's going to happen. Oh, they're just going to dot the I and cross the T's and, and da-da-da-da-da. Oh, it's going to happen, blah, 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 blah. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to believe it until until it happens. You know what I mean? But I, but But they bought into that. I wanted to stick with my whole believe it until I see it. I didn't want to envision it happening until it happened. But no, oh, look, imagine what Carlos Correa is going to bat in the, the fifth lineup where he's going to bat one through five and the one through six in the lineup. Ooh, he, look at this guy. And then, and then it's all this. It went on for three weeks, three weeks. Carlos Correa pulled, even pulls a, 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 a Trevor Bauer, had his son wear a I Love New York T-shirt, post on Instagram <laughs> and say, he's going to work. Oh, yeah, and let's get back to speaking of daddy. Let's talk about him, uh, his his pal, um, Scott Boris, breaking the news. Oh, oh, he was so excited to be a Met. I told him in the, in the, um, in the hotel room, he just threw me down. He's a big man and all this. I'm like, I don't give a crap, man. They, they just hyped this whole thing up, and just like Trevor Bauer, they hyped this up, and it mounted to nothing. Diddly squat. What a tease. Good rented. You're going to make it after all in Minnesota. Good luck trying to win a championship over there. Peace. Now, what do you have to say about this, Mac? Well, I mean, <clears throat> I mean, I said it from the, from the get-go when the Mets signed Korea. Um, you guys are going to have to live with this. And if you back out of this deal, you're going to look stupid. And lo and behold, Mets backed out of the deal. Correa goes back to Minnesota, and the Mets look stupid. I mean, you got to admit. You know, I know some Mets fans don't want to admit it, but you guys don't look that good. I mean, both Correa doesn't look good. At, at, he's not going to look good out of this at all. But the Mets don't look good in this as well because, you know, they saw that. San Francisco back out of the deal because they were hesitant um, after their physicians told them to, you know, that, that his ankle, his ankle injury might be a cause for concern going forward. And the Mets should have not even pursued Korea after hearing that from San Francisco, but they went ahead and did anyway. And then their physicians confirmed what San Francisco physicians confirmed that that ankle could be a problem going forward. And then they decided to back out, and you had all this back and forth for where Korea is going. I mean, I heard that Boris even reached out to the Yankees. Yeah, I heard that rumor too. You know, and the Yankees didn't want no part of it. So this, they were Boris and Korea were desperate to get him to to go anywhere after the Mets uh, had cold feet. So he ended up he ends up going back to Minnesota now, and. That's that, but I mean, it's a lost opportunity for the Mets because he could have been a he could have been a good addition to the team, you know, boosted that offense. But I could see why you know the Mets, you know, backed out because you know that let's say if he gets injured in this season, you know, and he he could be out for many many months or many years, you know, and it's a waste of contract, pretty much. You know, so, but I don't know. 
Uh, both sides don't look good, you know, from this, uh, from from backing out of this deal. You know, I, I've been telling you for weeks. If the Mets pull out, they're, they're not going to look good. You know, they're going to regret it, and I think the Mets are going to regret it. I mean, don't you think so? A little bit. Who do you think look worse? Who do you think look worse out of it? Carlos Correa, <laughs> San Francisco Giants, New York Mets, Minnesota Twins. Who do you think look worse out of this whole situation? Who do I think do we all worse? Look, they all look bad. They all look bad. You know, I, I, would have, I would say Korea, but then again, Korea, he still got what he wanted. He still got his money, and he ends up going back to Minnesota. Did and pretty he, much he played San Francisco in the Mets. Did he really? Did he really get what he wanted? He didn't. He didn't really play them because I mean, both those teams backed out. So I yes. mean, it's pretty much he there. did play them you know, he, because he said he. You read his quote. You know, he, he's he's trying to say face. Oh, this is where my heart is. God wants me to be here and all this stuff. Then why did you? Why did you flirt with all these different teams? If, yeah, but, if, if this is where your heart is, why did you sign with San Francisco? Why did you sign with the Mets and then go on this soap opera for three? Weeks, and we're just talking about the Mets after he signed with the Mets. So the three weeks, we're not talking about the whole off season. Like this dude had a three year deal with 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 um with Minnesota. He had two opt. He had opt out after the first year, which he opted out of. He could have opted out of the second year, or he could have waited until the whole third year and and left then. No, he but he he loves it there. But he, the first chance he got, he he says. See, he he pulled up Michael K. See ya, and 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 but, signed with San Francisco. But then how, he, then, how did he then play he with us? Then he but how did he play you guys? You guys yes, went after him. He he played a, he played with you us. You guys went after him, and and you guys were were concerned about his ankle. He played he played us, man. Yeah, but, how did, but I don't get it. How did he, how did he play you? Because you guys signed him, right? He played and like then a you guys, fiddle. He, he played no, like a chief fiddle. You guys, fiddle. you guys were you guys knew what San Francisco San Francisco told you what the issue was, why they backed out of the deal, and then you guys still signed them, and yet after you after you confirm what San Francisco said, you try to renegotiate the contract. So the and Mets are responsible for that, not not well, Korea. Both of them are. Both, 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 both parties are. That's more mess. That's more mess, though. No, it's not more mess. It's more. You gave him Korea. a contract because and then you went back on it. Korea backed out of three different deals. He backed out of the first deal with the with the the Twins. Then he then he signs with the with the San Francisco Giants. And then before they the press San Francisco, conference yeah, is the there, San he, he, out. he he they they opt out of it. Then let's go back into the story, the mix. They sign him. And then the the three weeks go three weeks go by, plus Korea puts post post a, a photo of his son his his little son mind you his son is not like a, a teenager his son is like a toddler wearing a I love New York shirt who put it on him him or his mom or his wife come on the the child did not put the I love New York shirt on him but he let me let me, let me ask you a question let me yes. ask you. If you you guys okay, why did you renegotiate the contract? I'm not saying that's fault. That's his fault too, of course. You, why didn't you keep the contract? Why didn't you keep the off of the same contract? If you knew, you already knew the details beforehand. San Francisco already confirmed it, and then you guys still signed them. Why didn't What's you leave that same contract on the table? Well, supposedly uh-huh. they, they they this was before this was before they they knew the severity of the thing. But I mean, I don't. Again, I'm not in the I'm not in the. 
I'm not in the um, behind the scenes or, or Billy Epler, so I, I couldn't tell you per se if he if he they still offered him the deal before they saw. I would assume that they offered him the deal a, after you know it fell apart, which obviously you know there should be hesitation to give a deal like that if if they opted out if they backed out of it like that, you know. So yeah, that's, I agree. Both, not, no parties look good in this this whole situation. And twins look twins look twins look weak. Begging Korea to come back to them. Korea did not want. Uh, uh, contrary to what he's saying, his heart belongs in t- Minnesota. This dude took the first trip out of there, out of Minnesota, to try to sign with San Francisco, and then with the Mets, and then he go back to Minnesota when everybody else didn't give him the deal he wanted. Or, or backed out of the deal that they they, they wanted. Well, you know, the both parties are uh, partly to to blame. You know, they are all of them. You're right. To say Korea every, is is more to blame. Party, I mean, I don't think every it's party fair. is to blame. But in my opinion, in my most humble opinion, I think Carlos Korea is the one is the most the most guilty party because this dude signed with three teams in the same in the same off season and and reverts back to the same team he he went to that he didn't even have to opt out. Oh yeah, he he turned on a ten year. Um, I think it was a it was a two set. I'm I'm trying to remember what, what they said it was. I think they gave him like a they offered him like a ten year deal before he even opted out. I, if my memory served me right, but he didn't take it. Wow. And then he he the first chance he gets, he 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 leaves Minnesota, signs with San Francisco. Hours before the press conference was supposed to happen that Tuesday, he the, the deal falls apart. Before before the the rooster crows the following day, Mets to a deal with uh, quote unquote agreed to a deal with him, and then you you hear nothing. You hear white noise for like three weeks, uh, with the exception of Carlos Correa's holding a holding his son wearing an I, I heart New York um, onesie while he's saying Daddy's going to work or whatever whatever he's saying, and that, that I mean that was it, and you heard nothing. While Mets fans were patiently waiting to find out the news when this news is going to break, of news that never broke, well, we're still waiting for that news, just like we're waiting for Donovan Mitchell to get traded to the to the Knicks. Yeah, well, you know, it's. I mean, now you're just going to have to move on now. You know. Yeah, we have no choice but to move on. We can't, can't cry about it. I mean, yeah. it was the what what's done is done, or in this case, what is undone is undone, because ain't nothing came out of this. Now, what's his name? Now, what's his name? Signs a contract, a, a, a six-year contract. I think it's what two hundred million, if my memory is right. And with its incentives, it could go up to I, I believe ten years, two seventy-five, perhaps. So, oh yeah, and I think uh, A Rod congratulations. Just should have just offered a career Bobby Bonilla deal. That was the case. Well, I think you know? they were. I think they were trying to defer it, but but what's his name didn't want to do it. Boris and him didn't want to do it because you know they they didn't they didn't want their their deal to be, um because the deal was gonna have deferrals plus, um if he would have got injured within that 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 period it would have got the contract would have been null and void. So yeah, they did offer they did offer deferrals in in the contract. And they weren't. They weren't. Um, Boris and Korea wasn't down with it. That's why. That's why they. They. He put his tail between his legs and, and went back to Minnesota. 
crazy situation. So, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. You yeah, just have to move on. Yeah, I mean, the Mets, uh, they're still going to have to address some uh, some needs this offseason, yeah, they especially need, offensively. Yeah, they they definitely need to address some needs, uh, you know, offensively. I mean, they they um, I, I think they're 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 thinking uh, Escobar is going to have uh, you know a good a good year. Um, he did have a he did have a great September, hit, hitting ten home runs. Um, to make him, you know, have twenty home runs for the year. Um. And then they have Brett Beatty, who's the third baseman, third base prospect of the future, who who was going to move to like uh, the outfield. Um, had they signed um, Correa, and I guess that's the, that's the plan right now. I, I guess they he's going to be in the minor leagues most likely to start the year. Alvarez is going to most likely you know start the year and and see if those guys can uh, you know develop in the minors. And see if they're, you know, if they're battle tested, ready, you know. And then you got Mauricio, you know, a guy who's a who's a shortstop slash outfielder slash DH in their system. And then they had Vientos, who also had a cup of coffee. So they have um, like four guys in the system who potentially could improve the the offense, especially power wise. And then next year, you know, the Mets might even go after Otani or sign Machado if he opts out. But right now we're not focusing on next year. We're focused, well, we're focusing on this year because the Mets have a good team. You know, they, they, um, they, they signed Robertson, your, your former pitcher. They signed Verlander who, um, you know, which is basically a wash with, with uh, the Grom, you know, except, you know, um, Verlander has been healthier, the past couple of years, even though he did have Tommy John surgery a few years ago, but uh, you know, Verlander replacing the Grom is, is basically a wash on that. And um, I'm trying to think what, who else? Kodai Senga, who, who's an ace pitcher in Japan. You know, they think he could uh, duplicate or, or see what Bassett did, you know, um, with the team this past year. So they, they have a lot of potential. I was worried that you guys are interested in Zach Britton. You know what I said? Yeah, the, yeah, that's the rumor. They're, they're interested in him, and they're also interested in Chafin. But the rumor I'm hearing most recently is that they would they would rather, instead of signing a veteran, a major league veteran, they'd rather sign somebody on the cheap and have, you know, options to send them down or, or, or up and down, which I think is kind of dumb if they do that. Because if you have Chafin, a guy who they should have signed last year, and, and then Britain is another guy who has experience being managed with uh, Buck in um, Baltimore, I mean, in a perfect world, I'd love to have both of them. And if you had that, you'd have, like, a super bullpen, you know. So, so what do you? So the the question of the the title of the show is: Carlos Correa's twin twins uh, return met with giant applause or criticism? So 
So what's your what is your do you think him him returning to the Twins will be met with a giant applause or criticism? Uh, I mean, it could be a mix, uh, a combination of both. Uh, he could be. Uh, I mean, I, I, I guess as 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 long as he's helping the team win, and he's producing and putting up the the numbers that he's expected to put up, um, they're gonna cheer for him. But I think initially he will get a mix of boos and cheers when the season starts. So, especially okay, when so, he visits uh, opposing stadiums. So, if you were Scott Boris, would you have advised him to to sign with the Giants, Mets, or resign with the, the the Twins, or or even the Yankees, or another team? I mean, what would uh, you advise him? If I if I had an agent's mind like Scott Boris, I'd be going after the money. Let's be mm-hmm. honest, and I probably would have did what Scott Boris did: go after who's ever offering the most money at the time. And that at that time that ended up being the Mets, but then the Mets tried to renegotiate, and Correa wasn't having that. And then he went back to Minnesota. So whoever is offering the bigger contract is where I would kick my talents to. Yeah, and speaking that's what of I would a guy, tell my client, that's what I would tell my client. And speaking of taking your talents to wherever the, the highest bidder. Um, Alex Alex Rodriguez was, uh, you know, tweeted, you know, congratulating him, you know, welcoming him back to Minnesota because, you know, A-Rod, you know, he's, you know, he's a partial owner of the Timberwolves. So now he's pro, um, you know, Minnesota. Because if you remember, this guy grew up a, a Mets fan in, 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 in Miami, you know, during the 86 Mets. He was a huge Mets fan, but then he, of course, he took his talents, you know, to Texas instead of signing with them. And then he got ended up traded to the Yankees, of course, which you already know about. And then this guy was going to be the Mets owner with his then-girlfriend, um, J-Lo. And then that fell apart. But now he's he's um you know waving the Minnesota pom poms, uh, and oh yeah, Korea uh, uh, idolized um, A Rod also, so that's that's another correlation there. They they were gonna be Korea would have came over here, he would have followed after his footsteps, but in the other team, because he would have been a, a great All Star shortstop, who would have changed position to third base uh, to play with his friend who also plays shortstop. Stop me if you've heard that storyline before. But, um, yeah, it is what it is. It's just got to, you know, keep doing what they're doing. And it is, it is what it is. Yeah, oh, yeah, the Mets did, move on. Yeah, they did sign uh, Tommy Pham. Um to a deal, so he's he's gonna be, you know, in their outfield or off the bench in a platoon with Virgo back. Um, but yeah, they they need to improve the bullpen. They they definitely need to bring in Chafin and or Britain to to this uh, bullpen. But we shall see what what will happen um, as uh, you know this this season uh, you know quickly approaches. Uh, shifting gear to the Yankees, um, I don't know if you heard 
your boy, uh, Aroldis Chapman, he signs with the with the with the Kansas City Royals. What's your thoughts? Yeah, uh, you know, good luck to Chapman. I mean, he hasn't been the same these last several years, and you know, this year we pretty much used him sporadically, and ended up having a suspension this year also. But uh, yeah, I mean, his uh, time with the Yankees was very up and down. Uh, he went from a dominant pitcher to shaky to not even starting. So, um, yeah, very uh, bizarre. I won't say bizarre, but he had a very strange career, you know, wearing a Yankees uniform. But good, best of luck to him. You know, hopefully uh, he finds his uh, stuff again with them. Can Will you he, miss and, him? Can he become a dominant again with the Royals? Will I miss him? I mean, not really. I mean, he's got to move on, you know. Because you you was the president of his fan club. Because I was telling you for years that this guy. Is I thought crazy. I thought he was yeah. I mean, I thought he was a good. I thought he was a good pitcher, a good relief pitcher. I mean, know? he was. I wasn't like was I, was, I mean I wasn't like the, um, I wasn't on his nuts or anything. Um, with that yeah. team with the Reds. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't uh, I wasn't on his nuts or anything. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I did it. I did defend him when uh, com- comparisons to Benitez. I mean, like, I don't go that far. He has been Benitez these past couple of years, especially against us. Well, yeah, these like these last several years, he's been shaky. Yeah, definitely. But, you know, uh, he, I mean, this guy has been dominant. You know, Benitez has been dominant, too. It's, it's just in September and October, and when he's facing you guys or the Braves is when he choked, when he choked back in the who's day. Had, who's had the better career, Chapman or Benitez? Benitez, I would say. Benitez has a better Chapman. Chapman, Chapman was lucky that they got the World Series because he blew the game. But you, you're saying Benitez had a better career than Chapman? Yes, you look. You look statistically, statistically. at Benitez. You look at statistically Benitez stuff. He he gets a lot of saves. He gets a lot of saves, but he blows he blows the big ones. We might we might have to do an analysis. But yeah, let's let, let's look at the career number. Let's look at how many okay. saves they got. And, and and all that. Mind you, but but does Benitez have a championship? But Chapman has a championship because the team because Zobras came back and won the game for them. Okay. He blew the he blew the three three run lead. What are you talking about, bro? Let, 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 they won in spite of him. Okay, so so Bill Young Kim Bill Young Kim is a great closer. With the 2001 D-backs, even Come though he on. blew all the games. Beyond Kim is not, he's not Chapman. Come on. No, like, I, I'm not saying he's uh, Chapman, but I'm saying he got a stop, championship stop, too. Stop comparing Ch- Chapman no, to these bum ass He's a better closer because he got a championship. They won a championship in spite of him, just like Beyond Young Kim, as you saw with your with your own eyes. Yeah, but Beyond Young King is not Chapman, though. 22 years ago. Chapman is way better. Chapman is way better than Beyond And King. I agree with that. Of course he is. He is yeah, better so you than can't, so you can't make that comparison. No, but I'm saying he won a championship. Just because he won a championship, they both won a championship, even though they didn't deserve a championship because they both blew the games. Let's that's go that's, to the stats. Let's that's go to what I'm the stats. Let's yeah, play. let's go to the stats. Pull it up. Pull it up. Tell me what you see. Let's go. Let's see. Let's see. And I'm not, hey, this ain't, and this is, remind you, this isn't. I mean, I know, you, I know you're, I know you're, I know you're like a Benitez fan club. I'm not a club. Benitez fan club anymore, so <laughs> I, have to, I have man. no dog in the fight. Sure, no, sure. <laughs> so, tell me what you see. I'm going to see, I'm going to see his, 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 I'm going to see, let me see. I, I, I bet Benitez has over 300, maybe even 400 saves. 
and career guy, numbers. Career numbers. This is what we're talking about. Let's look. Let's go. All mm-hmm. right. Yep. Yep. Let's see how many he had. Let's see. Let me let me try to see this. How many saves does this dude have? Two hundred eight. Two hundred eighty-nine saves. Who has two hundred eighty-nine saves? Uh, Benitez. Out of what? Out of how many opportunities? I would have to go and look to see. Let me let me see how I. Let me go. Let me go on another website and try to see it that way. Because Give me the percentage. Right, let's see if I can find it. Let's see Benitez. Let's see this one. Twenty-nine. What's the opportunity saves? What's the what's the save opportunities so? Let me see. I see the saves, but I don't see the which um, which uh what's they're using. I'm looking at Baseball Reference. Okay, let me see. Let me let me go maybe let me look to see MLB if they have if they'll have a better thing because I'm seeing I'm seeing the saves and all the other statistics but I don't see out of the um you know the um you know what I'm saying like the opportunities like how many blown you know how many opportunities that he have i.e. the blown saves. Okay. They're not they they're not showing that. All right, let's look at Chapman. Let's look at how many saves Chapman has and the the ERA and all that stuff. Let, okay, let's, yeah. Career, career-wise, well, our, that's what I'm talking about. What do you think I'm talking about? Yeah, read, read Chapman's and read the uh, read the uh, Armando side all right, by side. All right, yeah, we're gonna do. That's what we're gonna do. Okay, we're gonna do it. Go ahead. All right, let's I wanna, see. I want to hear this. <laughs> let us see. Let us see. Start. Start with winning percentage first. Okay, let's see. Give me one second. You can look too, you know. Sorry. Oh no, I'm looking. I'm. Lo- I see them right now. Okay. That's why I want you to read them. Okay. Okay. Let's see if I can just change this. Now the the number of years is not that far off. Armando pitched for 15 years. Chapman has pitched for 13 years. Okay. So. They've pitched for almost close to the same amount of time. Yeah. Okay, let's see. Let's see. Da, 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 career. Okay, four okay, let's see. Um Earlis Chapman is forty four and thirty five with a two forty eight ERA. Okay. okay. Now let's look at Benitez. The he the winning the winning percent the winning is better for sure. Okay, okay. Benitez is forty and forty seven. So he he does have a uh, you know he has a better um, you know winning okay the ERA let's see the ERA Chap, Chapman is oh yeah Benitez is forty and forty seven three thirteen ERA Chapman is um, forty four thirty forty four wins thirty five losses and a two forty eight ERA all right good mm-hmm. right. so percentage, winning percentage ERA is already better career wise yeah. than Demar yeah. Mando okay. okay. All right. I, I I see that. Okay. All now, right. but continue comparing him to Benita. Go on. All right. <laughs> What's this? Game game saves saves. Wait. Game game saves. Oh wait. I think no. That, that can't be it. This GS. That's game started. Oh, game started. Okay. All right. So I'm like. So now we have to find out saves and save opportunities. Who okay. who has the most? Two eight. Okay. Benitez has two eighty nine. 
Chapman, who's who's still a current pitch player, he he has three fifteen. Um, let's see, but yeah, it looks like yeah, looks like um. Now he's better now, than Benitez in every category. Well, now there's one alarmist that strikeouts per not per, I guess per nine innings they is what they called it. Um, who's had the better strikeout rate? Um, if you can go to S O nine. Yeah, he has more. Uh, he has more strikeout than. Yeah, he, he he's he's percentage wise. He's better than Benitez in every every category. And yet you so still I, want to compare him to Armando Benitez when his well, numbers. I mean, blow Benitez I, out of the water. Okay, you know. I, I mean, come on, man. I, I, like I have to, I have to concede <laughs> the feet because statistically he he beats them in every category. So now we haven't even done saves versus save opportunities. I bet yeah. you he if will had, be if much better. Save opportunities. I think it'll be a lot closer than you think. But we, I don't. I don't have that stats right now. But like, but hey, fair is fair. He beats him in every category. So I have to. I have to admit I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah, like Chapman stop treating like he's a bum, man. This guy has been dominant for his career. So, I, I mean, he has been shaky. Either. I mean, Benitez, Benitez, Benitez is like not a bum, bum you know, what, but what, he's. He, what, I think Benitez game? has been shaky, shakier than Chapman. Uh, that, that's what I think. You know. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I, I I definitely agree with that, and I've always I've said that for years. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this proves it. Chapman is a better pitcher than better closer than Benitez. But, uh, but then again, that is what I but it but I think that's what I was saying in the first place. Except I was saying Benitez would be better, but I was wrong. Benitez, all the stats, you know, point to Chapman being not to mention Chapman. I mean, Benitez threw like a hundred miles per hour, you know, ninety ninety nine. He threw in the high nineties, one hundred miles per hour, whereas Chapman in his prime was throwing one hundred and two, one hundred, one hundred. I mean, you know. I, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, what I mean, think was more dominant. When Chapman yeah. was closing games for us, I mean his uh, first three or four years here, I I always felt like he would close the game. But these mm-hmm. last several years, yeah, I, I when he when he would come in again, I feel like okay, do not blow it, you know, because he's oh, been yeah, very Chapman. inconsistent, you know. Yeah, but, Chapman was very dominant. I, I'm, I, 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 like I said, like this guy was through 102 miles per hour, 100, 101, 102, like at a normal rate. Like he was throwing heat. So yeah, I mean, this guy was dominant. Like I'm, I'm, not, I, I'm not taking anything away from him. The problem with Benitez is that he threw hard, but the problem is he, he was so wild that. When he throw, he throws that he when he has thrown a fastball he throws it in a fastball spot so it was predictable and he got he got beat you know Benitez actually pitched the season with the Yankees if you remember I, oh yeah I remember that yeah. very well he he had a one save opportunity and blew it and then they cut him the the very next day I, I remember yeah yeah we traded him to you guy. guys for Felix Heredia I remember Tomorrow, I remember Tomoriano. that yeah. I remember that. I I remember that very vividly. I think that was two thousand and three. Yeah, I, I definitely remember that. Armando's <laughs> Dom- Dominican, playing. right? What happened? Armando's Dominican, right? Yeah. Or is he Cuban? Okay. No, no, he's Dominican. I think he's from San. No, he's. Oh, let me read here. Roman Roman Santana. Dominican. Oh, yes, yeah, right there. San Pedro de Margarita's uh, Pedro. Okay. But um, yeah, 
So that there goes that debate. And I should have known I should have known better because Chapman was really was really lights out for for those for those first couple of years of, that he had, especially with the Reds. Yeah, with the, especially with the Reds. I mean, this guy was you know throwing heat. Yeah, he was unhittable. Yeah. So so as you can see, I can admit when I'm wrong. I was wrong. <laughs> you were right, man. <laughs> But like I said, the last couple of years with the with the Yankees, he has been shaky. Yes, the, he definitely has been shaky. And like I said, good luck to him. And maybe he redeems himself with Kansas City. You know, he maybe he finds his stuff again. But uh, maybe with less pressure on him. Yeah, and he's been having uh, some other off off the field stuff that's been going on. So not even I I even mentioned the domestic abuse, you know, stuff. So, so good stuff. luck to him. He needs to hopefully get that get that part. Most importantly, get that. You know. Well, I mean, uh, all I, these line players hit their wives anyway. Well, I mean, not I mean, not all. You know, <laughs> I mean, these, these players. I mean, it's a. I mean, some it's, of a, them. it's like an epidemic. You know. Yeah. Football, baseball. I mean, it's just it's crazy. You know. Keep I your hands to DL yourself. One time, went to deal one time. I saw a guy uppercut his wife. I'm like what? Well, that's much fighter. Well, that's the stuff, you know. <laughs> they, they gotta, you know, keep those yeah. their hands to their soul. I mean, the same thing even happened to Dana White. Like, oh yeah, that's right. Like, it's, I mean, you know, you got you got to keep your hands to yourself. If you feel you're in a situation like that, just walk away. Mm-hmm. Yep. I know it's easier said than done, but I mean, it's better than that than being a woman beater. I mean, that's that's just straight up disrespectful. And I mean. I don't even know what to say. But yeah. anyway, given, I have it on channel uh, 10 right now. This is the first time I'm watching this Women's Wrestling League. Wow. You, you Have you ever seen that? Women's mm-hmm. Wrestling? No. What this is the first the time I'm watching it. Is this the old school one or is this the newer one? The new one. This is the first time I'm watching it. I think this is the one that was people call it. Um, uh, what's her name? Um, what's the name of that lady again? Uh, bus genie bus. I think she she brought it back. I think. Oh. I think AJ AJ um AJ Lee might be announcer. I think if I'm oh. if I'm sure. Really. But yeah, but it's a. So these girls have nice butt some uh, some nice um. But buttocks. Let's keep it clean. Buttocks. But um yeah, we'll see what happens with the <laughs> with. The, the Yankees and the Mets as the season go along, but um, yeah. but yeah, unfortunately, yeah. Let's uh, let's switch gears to your Giants, man. Like, uh, oh, man. you know, your Giants, your Giants was was had a season pretty similar to to my Mets. You know, they had they had a very good regular season, but unfortunately, uh, uh, that first round, you know, their um, wonderful. You know, regular season came to an end. So, um, yeah, yeah. What, what's your thoughts losing to your your rival Philadelphia uh, Eagle in the the city of brotherly love? I mean, it was tough to watch. I mean, uh, after pulling an upset last week against the Vikings and looking like they could beat anybody, I mean, it was the complete opposite yesterday against the Eagles. I mean, our defense they couldn't stop. The Eagles' O line, you know, they could stop them from throwing passes. They couldn't stop the run. 
Boston Scott always scores a rushing touchdown against us for some reason. I think he just loves seeing us. And our, our offense couldn't really do anything. You know, our O-line couldn't protect Daniel Jones. We couldn't – our receivers couldn't catch passes. We couldn't run the ball. I mean, nothing worked. I mean, by halftime, it was 20 to nothing. And to make matters worse, I was sitting next to annoying Eagle fans that were cheering on the Eagles every time they were score, and that just – it was just a headache to watch. I mean, fortunately, we were able to score a touchdown, but – we still got beaten by 31 points, so uh, it was not it, it was not a good game to watch yesterday at all. I mean, um, don't get me wrong, the Giants they had a very good season. Uh, they made it further than I thought they would this year. You know, mm-hmm. this year was supposed to be a re- rebuilding year, but um, they've come a long way. You know, I think they could use this season, and you know, they can only go up from here. So next season, I hope they can improve the offense a bit, get maybe a still wide receiver. I mean, Galladay was supposed to be that guy, that big white, that big time wide receiver, but uh, he hasn't done much, and he's been injured as well. So this offseason, I, I, I hope they go out and get a big time wide receiver, and maybe uh, even a tight end. You know, losing Evan Ingram. I mean, look what Ingram did uh, with the with Jacksonville. And this guy had to put up some good numbers, very good numbers this year with them. He could have done that with us if we used them better. Yeah. So um, we've got to improve the offense. Um, yeah, I think that's a big key. You know, give Daniel Jones more weapons so, so that way, you know, we can produce more offensively. And then we'll yeah. be able to compete and it will be better next year. But uh, this year, we'll, you know, it, it the Giants exceeded expectations. You know, which was a good thing. And hopefully next year they'll do the same and we'll be back in the playoffs. But uh, it was an enjoyable season despite that loss last night. So um, you just got to remain optimistic for the future. And hopefully uh, we'll be back next year. I mean, the the only good thing from this playoffs is that you got, uh, you know, um, Daniel Jones proved that he's a, he, he's a um, postseason quarterback and he he was able to get them their first win uh since uh that you know Eli Manning's uh last Super Bowl I think in what 2012 yeah you know against the Vikings but uh you know unfortunately they you know they you know they they lost to to the to the Eagles but another um silver lining that the the, the Yankees fa- I mean the Giants fans like yourself have is that the Cowboys also lost too. Yep, the Cowboys lost tonight to the Niners. Now they're going to be playing golf just like the Giants. <laughs> so, what about the Cowboys? <laughs> so yeah, as a result. Um, well, hey, Cowboys fans, the Yankee season starts uh, soon, so you'll be all right. LeBron's going to be happy either way because LeBron, you know, he's a bandwagon fan. You know, he's a he, he grew up a. Uh, a, a Yankee fan in the '90s. He grew up a Cowboy fan in the '90s. He grew up a Bulls fan in the '90s. Like so, I mean, yeah. he he's good either way, you know. Yeah. But ironically, he doesn't want to wear the Bulls uniform. You would think that'd be one of the uniforms he'd want to take his talent to, but I guess. Yes, he doesn't want to disrespect Jordan. 
I guess since all the, the, you know, since they're not winning any championships, you know, he's like, you know, what's the point? I can't be a front runner anymore. Yeah. Now I'm a Laker fan. <laughs> you know. And maybe he'll take you his talent to you guys, the Yankees. Who knows? Hey, you never know. Might be the final piece to the, to, to the maybe, Yankees. Maybe puzzle. come to the Knicks. Who knows? Yeah, when he's washed up. You know, play, play with his son. But he, yeah, but the Knicks are not going to draft his son because the Knicks, the Knicks are going to be in purgatory. Switching to the Knicks, the Knicks are going to be in purgatory because the Knicks are are are, are bad enough not to win a championship, to 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 compete for a championship seriously, to be a, a lottery team. And even when the Knicks are the worst team in in, in basketball, somehow they they lose their lottery picks. They never win the lottery the lottery picks. With the exception of, of Patrick Ewing. We're cursed. We're cursed when it comes to Yeah, man. It's like the the Knicks have a team that has potential as a, you know, a decent team, you know, especially with Bronson, uh, Randall, you know, playing, playing, you know, at his best right now. Um, you know, R.J. Barrett, he scored, what, 30 points in a losing effort against um, his hometown team, the Raptors. Um, you know, um, s- Sunday Sunday night. Um, but yeah, man, the the Knicks are just a streaky team, and then with with um, Tim being hurt, you know, that's gonna affect the offense too. Yeah. You know, and the defense also. So it's like. Um, yeah, man, I don't even know. I don't even know what to say, man. This team is streaky. It's like they won eight in a row, then they lost five in a row. Now they're losing four in a row. Then they'll win three in a row, and then they'll lose eight in a row. And I mean, it's just a, a seesaw. Very streaky team. Well, I mean, part of it is because Thibodeau keeps changing the lineups and the, the rotation. I mean, I don't know why he doesn't want to play reddish. Cam reddish. Yep. Play t- uh, Obi Toppin more. Uh, even give Or Fournier some minutes, you know, because he can shoot the ball, even though he can't play defense. But mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Thibodeau needs to go. I'm sorry. I mean, I well, love the guy his first year here, but he doesn't know how to use guys effectively. And we've been, we've been, we've been what you gonna call it. We've been Thibodeau fans for years, calling ever even before he went to the um, to the Timberwolves, we were saying that he should be the the Nick Nick um, head coach. Yeah. Well, the problem is if you fire Tom Thibodeau, who, 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 what, what's? Did they say Mark Jackson? Yeah, hire Mark Jackson. I mean, I, I would. Well, that's what, that's that's the that's what people are. That's the rumors right now. I mean, if Mark they Jackson fire Tom Thibodeau and hire Mark Jackson, I'd be happy. But they're not gonna hire Mark Jackson. He looks like he's he's being blackballed in the league. So I I don't even think I don't think that's gonna happen. Well, so, I don't know. I mean, Thibodeau. I mean, he's. Uh, he, he just has this old school mentality using eight guy rotation, like eight man rotation. Like, I mean, it's it's good. I mean, you could go to, you could extend to ten guys. You know, give some of these young, other guys. Let Rose play. Let Reddish play. Let let Top play. Mm-hmm. Let Fournier get some minutes too. Sometimes, you know. Guess what? Guess what the Knicks are going to be facing Tuesday night. Lakers. Nope. Ooh. One more guess. Uh, you said Tuesday night. Mhm. Uh, 
what is this? Well, I said, you know, Nets, Lakers. Who, who else could Lakers be facing? You give up? Yeah, I give up. Donovan Mitchell and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh, okay. It's like we got. It's like if we're not facing the Raptors, we got to face the, the the Cleveland Cavaliers. I mean, are the Cleveland Cavaliers? Did we beat the Cavaliers last time? Huh? Did we beat them in the last matchup? Um, we might have. I mean, like, how many times are we facing Cleveland Cavaliers? Like, they're not even in our division. This should be. I would assume this is the third and final time. Like, but it seems like we awesome. faced them like four or five times already. Yeah. <laughs> we've, been, uh, we've been playing them a minute. Hopefully Mitchell doesn't score seventy on us. Yeah, he might score eighty two. Yeah, that would be crazy. <laughs> well, if we could get the W, that that you know, hey, that's all that matters. <laughs> that's all that matters. But yeah, man, that's for Mitchell. Another one that got away. Mhm. It is what it is. He's just a, he's just one of the millions and millions of star players who who um eluded the Knicks, and that's why Knicks are going to be in NBA purgatory until Dolan sold the team, which will never happen. The end. But uh, with that, yeah, switching gears, let's let's um, let's review the, the Royal Rumble, shall we? Yeah. Alright, so Bianca Belair versus Alexa Bliss. Who do you think is going to win that? The, the, I'm going to go with Bianca to retain the title. I think Bianca is going to lose because Alexa Bliss is going to use her mumbo jumbo and and take it out of take it off her hands for a shocking defeat. Wow. Alexa Bliss will be the new WWE Raw Women's Champion. I hope I'm wrong. But that's what it looks like. And, uh, speaking of Alexa Bliss, what what is your thoughts on her her new, new music? The stand up, shut up, like. like well, how how many seconds did they come did they come come up think to come up with that song? Yeah, I don't like it. Why didn't they just use the song she had from the, the original song? I always have to change stuff. Yeah, and that's the problem with WWE's theme songs. All the songs are the same. Mm-hmm. You got you got all these these wrestlers. They all got like a rap hip hop music. Theory does not fit the the theme song. It don't go with his character. No, it doesn't. Grayson Waller, this guy from this Australian guy from NXT, he has he has um he has like a rap song, a hip hop song, and he's not even that type of wrestler. I mean, even even L.A. Knight, he got like this this '90s hip hop kind of beat to him, to to his to his um theme song. It's like that's the problem with WWE, man. It's like all all the people have either hip hop or just a generic rock kind of song. You rarely have people like unlike back in the days when you know everybody had their own unique theme song. You, like back in the days, you hear just one sound and you know who's coming out. You hear the, you know, Stone Cold. You know, the rock's coming out. Boom, 
you know Undertaker's coming out. You know what I mean? You you, you just have you just have one one thing. Like back in the days, you just hear that one sound or, or or voice, and then you're like, okay, I know who's coming out. All the music nowadays is just generic for the most I, part. I remember when WWE tried to remix some of the the wrestler songs. Remember that? Oh yeah, Tried like in Stone Cold, The Rock, Triple H. Oh, oh yeah, I was just I was just watching. Funny thing, I was watching a video, a video on that um, earlier today. Yeah, basically, yeah, they had the um, you know, the degeneration with the R and DMC. Yeah. The King of Rock, um, The Rock with Rykev John. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, what was the other one? I'm thinking that saluted me. Stone Cold's Disturbed. You know, when he had that song in 2001, when he turned heel. Man, it's a dimension, man. Yeah, exactly right. Don't do it, don't you. Yeah, that song is like, yeah, that, that that version is like right up there with the original. Yeah. And that's the, that's how it is, man. Usually, like, when you have a, you know, when you have a great song, you don't want to change the, the intro, the, the right. theme song, because it works. But back in those days, like, even the, the, the alternate songs were good, too. Yeah. Like... And nowadays, it's like, when the people have good songs, they change it for whatever reason. It's like, why did you change this? Like Bray Wyatt's song. Bray Wyatt's new song, it's not bad, but it's not, to me, it's not as iconic as his 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 previous two. Oh, yeah. Like, to, yeah. Me, to me, the, his best one was the original one, the Wyatt family one. Yeah. The, 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 the Fiend one, it's okay. It's, I mean, it's it's good, but it's not as great as the original one, in my opinion. I I, I think I'm in the minority of that one, but which one you like better? The original is always the best. Okay, so you do agree? Yeah. You know this new one is fine. I still I like it too. It's pretty good, but you want me the to original is still is still better. It's not a bad song, uh, especially the the piano parts of it. The um. The piano parts of it before the the vocals come in that that's that's nice. But to me, I felt like they could have used that song for somebody else. You know, what mm. I mean, some someone who really needs that a, a song like that. You know, I can't yeah. think off the top of my head. And they could have had Bray Wyatt have his own have kept his own song. I, I guess I'm I, I'm gonna have to get used to it. And I, I guess uh, I'll get used to it uh, when he faces L.A. Knight. In a Mountain Dew pitch black match, so yeah, that's that's gonna be interesting to watch. Um, who do you think is yeah. gonna win that one? I, I'm I gonna go Bray Wyatt. <laughs> yeah, I would assume so too. I mean, this is his first match in like a, what two years or so. Yeah, he, he came back. So yeah, I'm definitely pick. And Bray Wyatt's back. You know, after um, Uncle Howdy gave him the Sister Abigail to wake him up. Now he remembers who he is. He's not timid anymore, and uh, L.A. Knight is is, is going to be in a world of pain. He might even get Mountain Dew spray, poured over him in this match, yeah. for all we know. Yeah, I can't wait to see that match. That's going to be placement. an interesting match. I thought WWE would use a, a product placement in in a match. <laughs> Mountain Dew, pitch yeah. black match. Why, why is that just a pitch black match? Mountain Dew. You have a you have a a, a company sponsoring a, a a segment or a match. <laughs> What's next? A one barbecue sauce um, first blood match. Like, well, is that what is that what they're gonna come down to? Every every match is gonna have like a, a like a sponsor. 
and kind of like those basketball football games, the the, the Tostitos Bowl. Yep. Yeah. They have a role a Rolex, um, I quit match. You know what I mean? Like everything's gonna have its own. <laughs> everything's gonna have its own um sponsor. Yeah. But yeah, I totally agree with you. Bray Wyatt's definitely gonna win that match, hands down. How about Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens? I you know, say Roman Reigns retains. Um, which 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 tall has he had longer? Was it the, this one or was it the other one? The WWE title. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, that's a good. It might it might have been this one, and, and then oh yeah, yeah, I think, that's I what think it, was. it was. Yeah, it was this one because Brock Lesnar took yeah. it from Bobby Lashley because Bobby Lashley got hurt in the Hell in the Cell match. And then he defeated Brock Lesnar to unify the title. So yeah, he's had the he's had the um, universal longer. The universe the under the universal longer. So yeah, it's for the undisputed. So yeah, it's both the titles on the line. So yeah, uh, yeah, Roman Reigns is gonna uh, retain. Not a woman's Royal Rumble. Who do you think is gonna win that one? Uh... Yeah, this one's gonna be t- this one's tough. Yeah, this one's tough for real. Um, who are the participants again in this? I don't even know. To be honest with you, everybody except for Charlotte Flair and Bianca Belair. That's it, basically. Um, I don't even know. Maybe Ronda Rousey. Yeah, I was thinking that too. But if she's if she's gonna compete. If she's able to compete, uh, yeah, I mean, she'd be a good pick. But I'd go with someone who's lesser known, maybe. Do you think Liv Morgan would win? Actually, you know what? That wouldn't be a bad, yeah, that wouldn't be a bad choice if Liv won. That would not be a bad choice. That would not be a bad, yeah, that's, I could see her, I could see Liv winning. What about Emma? Because Emma's back now, right? That's true. What about I, she I don't want? know. I haven't really seen her do much for them to, like, put the she thing on push. her like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be, you know. It'll be Could be Alexa Bliss. If she doesn't win. Oh, it. yeah. Could be Alexa Bliss, you know. Has she ever won the Royal Rumble? The female Royal Rumble? I don't think so. I don't think she has. Oh, okay. I think Charlotte won it. Becky, I think, won it, right? The first one. Becky won it the first time, I think, so she could unify that belt, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah. Did Ronda Rossi win one, too? Um, I'm not sure. Who won last year's one? Yeah, I got to go back and look. So, yeah, my my pick is going to be Ronda Rossi if she's, if she's competing. How about the men's Royal Rumble? I think we're in agreement who's going to win this one. The men's? Mm-hmm. The men's, I'm kind of question. It's kind of questionable who's going to win that. Also, you 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 actually have a a a, a, a person that you're set on who's going to win. Because I'm yeah. not even sure on who who I think's going to win. 
if Rock doesn't surprise us and compete, you said then, Rock. Then I'm uh, then I'm picking Cody Rhodes. I think Cody. Did Rhodes you just is, say Rock? No, I said I said Cody Rhodes. I said if Rock doesn't do a surprise return, he's my pick. But I think realistically, it's Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes is going to win it. Wow. So you think Cody comes back and wins it? Mm-hmm. Wow. Um. I mean, I could see Bobby Lashley probably winning it, maybe. Yeah, Bobby Lashley never won it. I could. I'm going with Bobby Lashley. That would be a great pick, but I don't think they'd. I don't think they'd make him win the Royal Rumble though. Even the MVP predicts it. I'm going with Bobby Lashley. Oh, why, or not even the obvious choice, Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Brock Lesnar could win it again. So Brock Lesnar's going to be in this one? I would assume so. I don't know. Oh. But I think Cody Rhodes will win it. Brock Lesnar already won it already, didn't he? Uh, yeah. Didn't he won it twice, I think? Possibly. But yeah, I don't, I don't think he's going to win it. So we'll see. But Cody Rhodes is a yeah Cody Rhodes that's a good that actually is a good choice because I can see him uh, now he's back so they could give him a push try to have him challenge uh, Roman Reigns and we'll find out soon enough this Saturday yeah but uh quickly let's uh, I'm gonna recap uh, the the um the uh, TNA event that just went down last week. Or, or almost two two weeks ago, the um, ten days ago, January thirteenth, hard to kill, um, Giselle Shaw, Savannah Evans, and Tasha Steeles uh, defeat the Deadly Dolls, which has Jessica, Rosemary, and Taya Valkyrie uh, in a six knockout tag team match. Kushida defeats. Angels, Delirious, Mike Bailey, Mike Jackson, and and you are your Mora in a six-way match. Trey Miguel defeats Black Taurus in a, a singles match for the I, the Impact X Division Championship. Josh Alexander defeats Bully Ray, formerly known as Bubba Ray, in a full medal mayhem match for the Impact World Championship. Um, the Motor Machine Guns, uh, which is Alex Shelley and Chris Sabin, defeat Serino and and Heath. You know Heath Slater, Bullet Club, Ace Austin and Chris Bay, and the major players, which is Brian Myers, formerly known as uh, Kurt Kurt Hawkins, and Matt Cardona, which was formerly Zack Ryder. There's rumors that Matt uh, Matt Cardona is going to come back as Zack Ryder or as Matt Cardona in WWE, but that's the rumor. Um, that was a fatal four-way tag team elimination match for the Impact World Tag Team title. Joe Hendry defeats Moose in a singles match for the Impact Digital Media Championship. Masha Samovich defeats uh, Diana Perrazzo, Killer Kelly, and Taylor Wilde in a four-way match to determine the number one contender Couch World Championship. Steve Macklin defeats Rich Juan in a false count anywhere match. Eddie Edwards defeats Jonathan Grissom um, in a in a singles match. And last but not least, 
Mickey James defeated uh, then-champion Jordan Grace uh, for a title versus career match for the Impact Knockouts World Championship, which was basically uh, also known as uh, the last rodeo match for Mickey James. If Mickey James lost the match, her career would be over. But since she won, she is the new Impact Knockouts Women's Champion. So congrats to her. She went into hardcore country mode, and she is still uh, she is now the new women's cha- Impact champion. I think this is the fifth time she's won the title for Impact Wrestling. So congrats to her. Speechless, man. No, I was just listening. Okay. So yeah, that's that's basically uh, the the thoughts there. Um, uh, before I head out, um, who do you think's gonna win? Who do you think's gonna win the the um, the NFC Championship? Forty Niners versus the Eagles. Uh, I think. Uh, well, I hate the Eagles, so I'm not gonna pick them. I'm, I think it's gonna be Niners. Yeah, I'm picking Niners too. And. Uh, what about and uh, the um, AFC Bengals versus Chiefs? I'm going with Chiefs. Yeah, I'm going with the Chiefs as well. So, so right now it looks like right now it's gonna be uh, it could be potentially a Chief uh, 49er um, Super Bowl. Yeah, didn't we have that Super Bowl uh, a couple of years ago or two years ago? Yeah, when we did. The, and the Chiefs won their first championship. Yeah. yeah. That would be a rematch if that happened. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we got plenty of time for that. Super Bowl will be on February 12th, so we'll we'll Should definitely give our predictions long before that. So I I think um I think it's time for us to uh, fly off. Any last word you'd like to say? Uh, check out your local listings for my show IMAX and come back here to check out Sports Over Legend every Saturdays at original time 11pm only on Block Talk Radio you heard the man uh, come back uh, I would say most likely two Saturdays from now because uh, Royal Rumble is going to be there so we're most likely not going to have a show this week coming up but uh, most likely in two weeks we'll definitely have another show, which will be the Royal Rumble uh, review. So, um, Mac, thanks for coming on the show, as always. Yeah, no problem, man. Thanks for having me, as usual. And ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you all for checking out this episode of Sports on the Legend. He's Macaulay Matthew. I'm Wayne Memo, and I'll see you guys uh, in two weeks. Peace. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? 
I kind of like the high-five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.